Whakaronga mai, koe ki te reo e rarangi o Aotearoa. You are listening to RNZ National. Nau mai, hairi mai ki tēnei hotaka. Ahi ahi, Marie, welcome to the panel this afternoon on RNZ National. Ko Susie Ferguson tokoingoa with you today. In for Wallace Chapman. And today, thousands are taking to the streets around the Motu in the school strike for climate. One of the protesters will tell us what it is that they're wanting. Also, the state of emergency lifted in some areas of the country, while others are still seeking answers. What do you do when you're in limbo with no home, but also with no insurance payout? And speaking of money, the prohibitive cost of going to the dentist, getting on for half of us can't go because of how much it will uh, hit us in the pocket. Is this something that you can't afford? Do text us with your story 2101 to reach us in the studio this afternoon. We're also interested in your korero on this next one as well. Each one of us contributes two grand a year to the bank profits. Is that fair enough? It is a business after all. Let me know what you think. And also the hotel that has bought a ferry to get its staff home when they work late. All of that coming up on the panel. Of course, you do, uh, you are able to get in touch with us here. Email us at thepanel at rnz.co.nz. Also 2101 to text us in the studio. Now with me this afternoon, Julie Woods. Professional speaker, creator of the Accessibility Game and ambassador for Blind Low Vision New Zealand is in with us from Dunedin. Kia ora, Julie. Kia ora, Susie. Kia ora, New Zealand. Ah, indeed. Nice to have you with us. Now, also, we have on the line Raj uh, Chakraborty, novelist, short story writer, and I understand soon-to-be children's author based in Wellington. Kia ora, Raj. Kia ora, Susie. Kia ora, Julie. Wonderful to be (laughs) here. Kia ora, Raj. Great to have you with us today and also uh, with us on the line is one of the organisers of the latest school strike for climate protest. This has been taking place around the country today. Thousands on the streets this afternoon for this latest protest. Now, some of the key issues that are being addressed today uh, on the list include putting an end to the search for new fossil fuel resources, also the doubling of marine reserves, and lowering the voting age to 16. Those demos are underway across 11 cities, including Wellington, and that is where one of the organisers, Frankie Ray, is joining us from now. Hi there, Frankie. Thanks for being with us. Kia ora. Hi, kia ora. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, tell us, what is it like out there? It's so good. We um, It's always a little scary organising a protest like this. We're not sure how many people are going to show up, but we're so pleased with the crowds that are here Everyone is just so positive and happy. Um, Obviously, we're asking the government to take action, but within the crowd, we're all just so happy to be here um, supporting each other in this fight. Any idea of the numbers, or is it too early to tell? Um, I'm not completely sure. Our rough estimate is like 1,000 to 2,000 maybe, Um, but... I'm not so great with gauging how many people we have. Yeah, it's pretty hard to tell, isn't it, when you're looking at a great big sea of people trying to work out how many people are actually there. Um, Now, tell me about some of the demands. Take us through what it is that you're protesting for today. Yeah, so we have five main demands today. So our first one is um, lowering the voting age to 16. Uh, So many of our organisers are unable to vote in this coming election Um, So many of our participants in the strike are unable to vote and we just don't really see a reason why that should be the case. We also have 
um, an end to new um, fossil fuel mining and exploration. We want a um, e-bike um, rebate for low-income households. We want a, a marine 30% protection by 2025. And we want the government to be supporting regenerative farming. So quite a list of uh, demands there that the protesters are asking for. Um, if we could talk about the voting age, why is the uh, lowering it to 16 such a key part of all of this? Yeah, well, we've seen so much um, movement around this kind of movement with the Supreme Court kind of ruling in uh the voting in favour of the voting age being lowered. So we feel this is really topical and because like I said, our so many of our organisers are under the age of um, 18, they're unable to vote and these are really the voices that are most affected by climate change. These are the voices that we need to be hearing right now. Now some of the other things that you're asking for here as well, so e-bike rebates, what is that effectively like people being given money towards buying an e-bike as a, a form of transport, obviously, that would then, um, you know, take a car off the road, perhaps? Yeah, we noticed that so much of travel in New Zealand um, is done via car, and a lot of that travel is not too far a distance and could quite easily be undertaken by an e-bike, and we really want it to be accessible for the public to have e-bikes and to so that they can then be reducing their own emissions. Uh, what about the situation with the new fossil fuel resources, the immediate end to seeking that? Um, you know, I mean, in a transition phase, which kind of inevitably we are in at the moment, is it not realistic that we're going to have to keep using fossil fuels for some time? And so as that transition takes place, we may need to access more of it. Well, we feel that it's not the case. So much of New Zealand's um, electricity is already coming from renewable sources and um, we feel that the effect that new fossil fuel um, mining is having on the environment far outweighs uh, the effects that it might have right now if we stop. Now some schools um, were saying that students would be able to go to this protest but it would be registered, um, you know, within the school records as being an unjustified absence. Is that fair enough? Um, I know personally my own school is giving us a justified absence, which I'm so pleased about. And I think it's so important that the students are out here because this is how we are learning about the world. This is how mm. we are learning about how to share our voice. And because we are unable to vote, this is how we, the only way we can do it at the moment. Frankie, stay with us at the moment. I'm just going to bring in our panellists. Um, Julie, if I can come to you first. What do you make of all of this? Is this something that should be listened to? Absolutely. Congratulations, Frankie, on taking non-violent action and raising awareness of such an important issue. I particularly um, agree with lowering the voting age to 16. Um, I think the earlier that you can create the habit of voting, the better. And if you're old enough to have sex, then I think you're old enough to vote. Raj, what do you think about the Make It 16 campaign? Equally. I mean, if I wasn't here today, I'd be uh, accompanying our 
daughter to the protests, who's 11, because I know she believes in each of the key demands, and I hope uh, they talked about it today in class. Yeah, certainly I think it is something that a lot of schools are going to be um, touching on today, even if uh, students aren't actually going out on the streets. Um, Frankie, if I can come back to you. I mean, the recent extreme weather that we have been experiencing between cyclones and floods um, must be looming pretty large over this protest. Is it something that's being talked about today? We want to focus on how we can prevent these things from happening in the future. And that's really the focus of today. I do feel that in um, because of this big event that's happened, we've had um, a higher interest in these climate um, politics and it's definitely affected the amount of people that have come out today. How receptive have you found um, MPs? Yeah, well, we have the MPs uh, talking to us at the moment. Um, and Who's James there? Shaw, well, we have James Shaw, who was walking with us, um, and then we have representatives uh, from each of the other parties as well, which they'll be um, talking through how they will um, hear our concerns and put them into action. Now you were talking about um, the numbers, and I know it's uh, you know it's very much an estimate at the moment. Um, I don't know if you've been on some of the previous uh, school strike for climate marches, but I think that first one was was huge when it took place. Um, yeah. Do you think the numbers have dwindled as the years have gone on? I think the numbers have dwindled, and that's because we have been striking and striking again, and we're not seeing the action as fast as we want to be seeing it. And I think that's really disheartening for a lot of young people um, today in Aotearoa. A student strike, um, is it mostly young people who are out there, or are there adults as well? It's definitely mostly young people, but we have partnered with Fridays for Future for this strike. So they are um, the older generation of climate activists who have helped us a lot in the planning for the strike and really given us guidance on how we can be getting our voice out there. And give us a sense of what it's like out there. Um, Is it pretty colourful, lots of signs? Tell me some of the things that you're able to see at the moment from where you are. Yeah, we have lots of signs. I know uh, young people of Aotearoa like to make a joke whenever they can. We have some quite funny signs. We have quite a lot of quite young um, students. I was marching towards the back and we had them kind of dancing around on their bikes. Uh, There's loads of smiles, good chairs. Um, It's really just such a nice um, energy from the crowd. Frankie Ray, thank you very much for your time and for joining us today. That's one of the organisers of the School Strike for Climate, uh, joining us from Wellington CBD. Uh, Just coming back to you on the panel, uh, Raj, um, I mean, we're going to be talking a little bit more about the situation following the cyclone after four o'clock, but I mean, it really is time that, that this was listened to, do you think? Absolutely. And, uh, and you know, the, to link the voting question with it is, um, is so relevant and she articulated it so well because, because so much of the future that, that this generation will inherit will be played out under the shadow of uh, 
of these uh, these extraordinary climate emergencies. So if they don't have a say in shaping policy towards that future, who should? And just while I'm talking to you, Raj, um, I've been thinking, uh, what is it that you've been thinking about recently? Oh, well, it it is um, kind of tangentially relevant because, um, as I kind of mentioned, um, our daughter turned 11 recently. And um, and as she becomes more independent in so many ways, I've been watching her and thinking to myself that I hope I'm doing okay in making the adjustments necessary to continue to be a useful and present parent mm. in the ways in which she needs me now, you know, to, to recognize what those adjustments might be and how the new ways would differ from the ways she needed us during her first decade. So lately, I find myself thinking about that a lot when I'm around her mm. and even when I'm away. Just when you figure out what you're doing, it all changes, doesn't it? Um, it does, exactly. <laughs> and that's been, the, that's been the pattern from the beginning. Now, Julie, you've been thinking about the census. I have, Susie. As a blind person, I've been thinking and worrying about how I was going to complete the 2023 census. So I phoned Blind Low Vision NZ and they gave me the census helpline number, which is 0800 236 787. I rang them and asked how I might be able to independently complete the census. Mm. They said that they could send someone around or I could do it in large print. I said that that wouldn't work for me. Was it available in Braille? Um, and they said, what's Braille? Uh, what? I said it's the... <laughs> I said it's the raised dot. So it's not available re- in Braille. <laughs> well, no. The story, the end of the story is Susie that that they went away and found out, and actually, for the first time in 2023, the census is available in Braille. Great and news. And also electronically, and um, yes, yeah, so very. Um, thanks, Statistics NZ. Yeah, good to know. You're with the panel, Julie Woods and Raj Chakraborty, with us.